Hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Merrick Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Welcome to a journey of transformation empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite change and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix. A Master Plan for Black Group Economics with Wealth Creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear, drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of the Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Well, folks, Antonio T. Smith Jr. is doing it again. He's done it again. 
Yes, he has. Giving away so much knowledge just to help you succeed. Walk out of the middle class. Become a multimillionaire. He is giving away his book just for you. The name of that book? The Richest Man in the Trash Can. You want to make sure you get this book. Here's why. If you are someone who is tired, frustrated, irritated of the day-to-day schedule of waking up, going to work, going back home, going to sleep just to do it all over again, not being able to spend time with your family, you just got married, you just had kids, or you take care of your parents and you're not there to do it, this is the book for you. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This book is free 99. Yes, you heard me. Free 99. Okay? <laughs> All yours for free. Yes. Free 99. All you have to do is just pay shipping and handling. That's it. $9.95 just to get your free book. This book is a life changer. I'm trying to tell you guys everything in this book is what Antonio taught myself in grace that enabled us to retire. Yes, we are retired and we haven't even hit our 40s yet. Woo! I'm just saying. I got a few months to go. Don't worry about it. Shh. Don't nobody need to know that, girl. <laughs> you don't look it. That's it. Go get it. Go get it and walk yourself out of the middle class into the life you deserve. Walk yourself into abundance. Abundance is freedom, and this book is your journey out. You can plant better. You can dominate. Welcome to the Secret to Success podcast. My entire goal with this podcast is to give you value. That is it. I am not interested in you buying from me. If you want to, you can, but that is not the goal here. If you, I do want you to go to the show notes for people that I interview because I do want you to buy from them or at least follow them. But I'm telling you, I am on a mission to create 100,000 millionaires. This podcast is part of that. Do yourself a favor and get everything that you deserve. Period. Point blank. I want you to get that. In this podcast, whether it be keynotes for me or interviews, millionaires, billionaires, it doesn't matter because we can't teach you anything you don't already know. You just forgot because the world made you forget. I love you. You got this. You're going to get this. This is your moment. This is you. Take notes. Listen to me on your commute. I don't care what you do, but this is yours. I do this for you. Like, if you're on a different platform, share it, subscribe to it, share this, because there's not many people out here doing this here. Got this. You can't plan better. You can dominate. Now that it is 7 p.m., we do ask that if you are in a position to, please turn on your camera so we can see your wonderful smiling faces and feel your amazing energy. If you have a question throughout this process, please if your camera's on, raise your hand so we can acknowledge your question. You can either put your question in chat or hit manage participants at the bottom of your screen. Another screen will populate. Um, that At the bottom of that screen, you'll see a little blue hand. Click that. We'll see the blue hand on our end, and we will acknowledge your question. So this evening, we're going to be discussing the customer experience. The customer experience is a big deal when building your brand. The reason why is your customer experience is their overall perception of your brand, not what what happened 
just at the purchase, not what happened just during marketing, not what happened during customer service. It's their overall perception of your brand. So from the moment they discover who you are to the moment they do their investigation of who you are to the point where they decide to, to purchase to the purchasing moment to after the purchase to the customer service process if there's any of that. The customer experience is the overall perception of your brand. So my question to you is, what are customers saying about you and your brand? What are customers saying about you and your brand? I want you to start asking your, yourself this question. Start asking yourself this question and paying attention to what your customers are saying. Do you receive customer feedback? Do you welcome the feedback from your customers? Do you allow your customers to say, hey, we got this product. It really didn't fit too well with us, you know, or hey, we got this product. It was great. Or hey, I'm having a hard time doing this. It might be better if you put some, something like this in the process for us. Do, do you welcome feedback from your customers? So ask yourself these two questions and answer them honestly. What are customers saying about you and your brand? And for those of you who are just joining us today, we're talking about the customer experience and that the customer experience is their overall perception of your brand. Not just bits and pieces of it, but their overall perception of the experience that they had with your brand. So ask yourself every single day, what are customers saying about you and your brand? Are they saying it's hard to access your brand? Are, there, are, there, are they saying, hey, I had a great experience with this brand? What are your customers saying about you and your brand? And do you welcome feedback from your customers? Now again, the customer experience is everything from, like I said earlier, the first phone call, the transfer from the first phone call to the sales team, the transfer from the sales team to the finance department, from there to the purchase, and then what happens after the purchase. So ask yourself, does your customer experience what you would desire to experience? Think about, your, think about what you would desire to experience when you're working with the brand. How easy would you like for that flow to go for you? How simple would you like to be able to just click a button or purchase? Or how simple would you like for it to be to just get on the phone, speak with someone, they explain to you in great detail what it is you want, and you're able to move from that point, make, make an educated decision, do the purchase, and get your product. No, ma'am, this is not only for products. This is for your brand, for your brand in general. So if you have a, if you have a coaching brand, it's the same process. If you have a podcast, what, how did you, what's your customer, what's your customer's total experience with your podcast? What's your customer's total experience with your blog? Apply this to every aspect and think of yourself as a customer. Put yourself in their shoes. How would you like to experience a podcast? How would you like to experience a blog? How would you like to experience your coaching experience? All right. 
Well, just keep keep ask keep asking yourself. If I was a customer, how would I feel? If I was the customer, if I was my own customer, how would I feel? And be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. Think about your worst. Think about your worst experience with the company. Think about your worst experience. Yes, ma'am, Ms. Maya. I guess like um, if, if I had to think about um, my experience with um, just another company, you know, usually I kind of get in contact with them because I don't fully understand something. So I have questions. So I'm asking like, what, what, you know, what is this um, going to, how is this going to help me kind of situation or not just that, um, what did you mean by this or that? And, and understanding like, you know, getting in contact with the people or, you know, giving them feedback or you getting feedback from them, I guess like where as like with my podcast, I'm not getting much feedback. So I'm just kind of like concerned on how. you're on the right track your podcast is just now getting started so give it more time but at, but when you're building your brand you have you have a brand across the board for your podcast people will start listening and they will start responding and when they start responding listen to what they're saying receive their feedback and don't when your audience gives you feedback when your customers give you feedback don't take it emotionally take it as a learning experience if someone says man i don't like this and i don't like this because of this then think about all your other customers who in some shape form or fashion may have said that and think okay if this if and always think if this one person is thinking this and they actually said it who is thinking this and has not said it and just look at your company and see what you can do. This is how you humanize your brain. You look at your company, you look at your brain and see what you can do to fix that for the next customer. Because it's all about the customer experience. So keep everything is still growing, Ms. Maya. Continue to follow that. Continue to just pay attention to what the feedback is saying. You just started your podcast and for you to already have feedback after just starting your podcast, that's amazing. So keep moving forward. Just keep moving forward and, and as you, and listen to other podcasts, listen to other podcasts like yours. See what they're doing. If you're not sure, see what they're doing. See how they're interacting with their audience and then you, while you're listening to it, think, man, if you have the thought, man, it would be great if a podcast would do this, apply it to yours and then see what the customer feedback is like for that. So you ask yourself, does your customer experience what you would desire to experience? If it's something that you would consider bad customer, a bad customer experience, don't do that or change it if it's something that you would consider a bad customer experience for you don't do it 
Now I want you to do two comparisons. Think about your worst experience with the company and then think about your greatest experience with the company. Think about everything horrible that you experienced with this one company. Now think about the greatest company you've ever experienced and what you loved about them. Which brand would you go back to? Which brand would you go back to? So I'm going to give you some information on uh, the number one frustration your customers have during their experience with companies. So 20% of the frustration that comes from your companies, and this comes from hot jars, it's their state-of-the-art ex, uh, customer experience um, that they did, and their numbers say 20% of the frustration that companies experience during one of the uh, that customers experience is a long wait slash response time. They experience a long wait slash response time. 18% of their frustration are employees who do not understand the customer's needs. So think about these when you are applying your brands and, and I will actually share my screen with you so you can see these numbers for yourself. So can you guys see these numbers? So long wait slash response time, 20%. 18% of their frustration comes from employees who do not understand customer needs. Another 18% comes with issues, questions unanswered or, uh, or unresolved. 14% of their frustration comes from too much automation, not enough human touch. 12%, nothing, their customers love them. 11% of frustration with customers is the service is not personalized. And 7% of the customer's frustration are rude and angry employees. Rude and angry employees. So when you are building your brand, think about the customer experience. What is the end user experience like? What, what are your customers walking away with? Are they enjoying it? Did they have an issue with it? So just a quick review. The customer experience is, is, the, is their overall perception of your brand. It's everything from the first phone call to the transfer uh, to, uh, over to the sales department, to the transfer over to the finance department, to the purchase and what happens after that. And then what their frustrations are. So now the next part is, but okay, before I move forward, does anybody have any other questions? Okay, so how do you improve the customer experience? 
as you as you saw one of the one of them is the service was not personalized and they had issues um they had issues unresolved questions unresolved answers one of the ways that you can improve your customer experience is be omnipresent and <laughs> be be on every channel don't don't just be there's a difference between being multi-channeled and omni-channel multi-channeled is you're on every channel you're on every platform but omni-channel means not only are you on the platforms but you're active on the platforms you are you are um in and you are and you're active with your you're interacting with your customers on every platform so you're multi your your omni channel not multi channel you want to be on every single platform but you want to be interacting with each with your customers on each platform your all of your customers are not just on facebook all of your customers are not just on twitter they're not just on instagram so you want to be and even though you may have a, a you may have a business page on every platform are you active with your customers and your audience on every platform that will that will improve improve the customer experience because you're meeting them where they are hey everybody this is antonio t smith jr here at the secret to success podcast and we talk a lot about hr people from a lot of organizations over the years and if there's one thing learning and development professionals say it's this getting their employees to use learning tools is a constant uphill battle but then they mention linkedin learning it's different why because their employees actually use linkedin learning l and d pros at 78 of the fortune 100 companies choose linkedin learning they choose linkedin learning because it teaches skills people can use right away linkedin learning knows what employees need based on insights only available from the LinkedIn community. It uses these insights to understand which skills are most in demand and publishes 60 new courses every week. Then LinkedIn Learning makes personalized recommendations to every employee. Visit linkedinlearning.com slash S-T-S. That's linkedinlearning.com slash S-T-S. T S and sign up for your demo today. You're meeting them where they are and you're allowing them access to you. So allow for your customers to be able to reach you across all channels, not just one. Yes, you have a favorite platform, but your business, every platform is your favorite. You may, you may, love being on Facebook 24 seven, but your business loves being on every single platform 24 seven has no issues and has it mastered. Your customers should not know the difference in your, in your personal preference. The next way is have a sales funnel. Today, your audience likes to serve themselves. Yes, they like to interact, but they also like to have the freedom to be able to serve themselves. And if they want to reach out to you, ask a question, they'd love to have the freedom to be able to do that too. So have a sales funnel. 
So the sales funnel in place that allows them to serve themselves and still be a stream of income for you. Allow them to be able to serve themselves, read for themselves, but still give them access to you. There may, there, I'm sure there have been times when you reached out to someone and they're like, well, hey, do you have a link where I can sign up? That, that's telling you right there that they want, they want to serve themselves. They want to be able to go in when they choose to and serve themselves. And that's okay. Because you're also going to have the customers that are going to want to be on the phone with you every single moment at every single possible time, walking, walking them through the process. And guess what? You're going to serve them too because that's part of the customer experience. So have a sales funnel in place that's a, just a, a stream, an automatic sales funnel that's a stream of income for you that allows your audience to serve themselves. And then when they want to, have that contact button av available so they can hit that, send you an email or send you a text message, however you choose for them to reach out to you. Have that available for them as well. And then another way to improve your customer experience, reward your engaging customers. The customers that are always reaching out to you, the customers that are sharing everything, commenting on everything, reward them. Give them a shout out on social media for being a great customer. Antonio has um, a podcast listener who is always listening to his podcast, always retweeting it when it's posted. So what did he do? He, he did a shout out just for her that's going to go into the podcast. And when he uploads it, he's going to do another shout out, say, hey, thank you so much for being a great listener. This episode is just for you. Let them know that you appreciate them. Offer to, offer to give them something free, be it free access to a program, be it a free book that you have, free merchandise. Offer them something for free just to say thank you. We appreciate you. You can even call them directly or send them a thank you directly to them saying, thank you so much for being a part of our organization. We appreciate you as a customer. Thank you so very much. Just, just a simple thank you. A card in the mail will put a smile on anybody's face. Just a simple thank you. Now imagine how many times you as a customer have received a thank you card that was handwritten from the CEO or the owner or a representative of the company, but probably the CEO or the owner, just saying thank you for being a part of the company. It's just like when you get the happy birthday cards from your dentist's office or your doctor's office. It's like, oh, this came out of nowhere, okay, you know. It, it, it naturally puts a smile to your face. It, it indirectly brings a smile to you because somebody thought about you. Somebody thought about you enough from a company that you thought you were just a number and a dollar sign to say thank you. That adds so much to the customer experience because they're going to remember that card. And they're going to be like, yeah, y'all remember that company I was telling y'all about? Yeah, that I'm a, yeah, that company. Guess what? They sent me a birthday card. Just, just think about that. Think about your own personal experiences with the companies that sent you an email. Hey, hey Lady Maya, we just wanna say thank you so much for being a part of our community. We appreciate everything you do. 
you know, we see that you've purchased several products from us and we just wanted to say thank you. So here's a free ebook just for you. And because they paid attention to the purchases that you made, that ebook was specific to something you were learning. They paid attention to the fact that you're always looking at business courses. They paid attention that you're always looking at marketing. So the ebook that they gifted you was around about what you have been, what the products you purchased, letting you know that they actually paid attention to what you've been purchasing and they paid attention to you as a customer, not just giving you a random gift that you're not going to use, but something that actually means something to you. And then invite them to a VIP event. Invite them to a VIP event or, a behind, or, or invite them, if they come to a VIP event, invite them behind the scenes. Have a private Q&A session. Have a, a photo op. You know, do something that just shows your customers that you appreciate them. Change that customer experience for them. Because again, the customer experience is their overall perception of your brand. If they have a bad experience when they first sign up, but the customer experience was immaculate, they, they just may stay. But if from the moment they purchase to the moment they reach out to customer service is no bueno, guess what? You may lose a client. You may lose a customer. I mean, think, think, about, think about your cell phone companies. How many of you have actually, you've been with a cell phone company forever and they've made some new changes. So you call because you're like, okay, look, I understand y'all made new changes and you're, you're calling just for a simple customer experience. Nothing drastic, nothing drawn out, no drama, no nothing. You just want to find out what the new rules are and why your phone is being affected and how you can fix it. And you get the rudest, meanest person and you sitting there like ma'am i just need to well first off don't smack <laughs> first off <laughs> we got a problem right there to begin with <laughs> and so you're like okay well can you transfer me to somebody hold on okay wait why do you have an attitude and then they transfer you over to somebody else who has an attitude too you're sitting here like okay all i want to do is find out what's going on with my phone i know people who have left phone companies because of the customer service. Because they didn't have any experience anywhere else, the customer service was their overall experience, their overall perception of that company, so they left. But then I've also had people who their overall perception was, you know what, I had this one bad experience, but overall, this company is great. How many of you have had that thought? It's like, you know what, I had this one bad experience, but overall, this company is great. It's their overall, just like it's your overall perception of the company, it's your customer's overall perception of your company. So the customer experience, it's a really big thing when it comes to building your brand. Because your customer your customer's experience with your brand, if you ever pay attention, people are quick to leave the bad reviews, but slow as a snail to leave a good review. Their overall perception of your business. So I'm going to open it up for Q&A.
opening it up for cute and I treat and handle my customers the way I would want to be treated and handled. Thank you, Ms. Charmone. I've it's and it's the same with your company. Treat your customers how you want a company to treat you. Thank you, Ms. Adonia. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Is this only for so who else has any questions or comments regarding the customer experience? And again, when you're building your brand, I want you to always think, if this, how would I want to feel with a company? What would, how would, how would I want my overall perception of a company to be? Then I want you to think about your worst experience with a company and your greatest experience with a company. When you're building your brand, incorporate these things into that because you want to always make sure that the end user experience is 100% great all the time. Is there a way to get customers to willingly give feedback? You can always ask them. Sometimes they'll want to give feedback, sometimes they won't, but you can always ask them, hey, if you don't mind, let us know how you enjoyed this product. Yes, ma'am, go ahead. Let me see if I can unmute you on this one. There you go. Okay. I was trying to figure it out. I'm sorry. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> um, I ask people all the time um, if I'm doing an, an event, when people come over and they make a purchase, I'll ask them, you know, I'll direct them to my business card or to a postcard. All of my information is on there. Would you mind going in? onto my sites and leave me um, some feedback on how you like the product. Or if, um, if it's through email or a text message, I'm always asking, but people just won't do it. And I don't understand why is it so hard for people to leave feedback. And it's not that they don't like the product because they always reach back out to me to say, you know, I love your product. It's really good. I love the way it makes me feel. And I'm like, okay, can you leave that on my website? Or can you put that on my social media? And they never do it. Okay. So this is what you do. When they reach out to you, do they call you and tell you or do they put it in text message? Um, a lot of times it's face to face. Okay. And I'll ask them if they could, um, just go to my site and post it on my site or go to my website. There's something, there's an area on my website where you can go and leave comments and, and stuff like that, but they never go back to, to put anything there. Okay. So try this next time someone walks up to you and say man Charmon, your product is great i absolutely love hold on one second can you record on um, you say that's okay. on you? <laughs> if they won't if they won't do it willingly like hold on one second and just hit record can you say that for me again i really i just i love the enthusiasm when you said it and i had someone ask me said can you say that for me again? and just let them repeat it just just let them repeat it Okay. So if they if if you're in person with them and they're and you're telling them go to my website, go on go on Facebook and do it and they're not doing it, but they're verbally telling you, just hit that uh -huh. record button on your phone and say, Oh, thank you so much. Can you repeat that for me one more time? Okay. <laughs> and, just, and do it that way. 
All right. I'll give that a try. Yes. And Lady Maya, that is a good uh, recommendation as well. Lady Maya said, how about a survey card before they leave and tell them I'll give you a 10% discount? If that's something, if you want to give that discount, you can do that. But I would definitely, the survey card would be good as well because it, it'll, you can put on, you know, the whole, on a scale of one to 10, how did you feel? You know, any additional comments at the bottom. Okay. And so okay. That's a good it, idea too. And so now when it comes to that five-star rating, if someone says, I give you a 10, you know, that's five stars. Mm -hmm. If someone says, I give you a five, you know, that's like a two and a half. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, so you can okay. use that as a way to do it as well. Thank you, lady. Okay. Thank you. You're so very welcome. You're so very welcome. Does anyone else have any questions this evening? Oh, Miss Gracie May, uh, Miss Grace Sandals. Uh, in response to what you were telling Charmone, also Charmone, when when you you pull out your phone, you can also record. Um, when Deanna was saying you could record them saying how they loved your product, you can also say, "Hey, I'm gonna hit record. Can you say that one more time and give them a video and shoot a video of them talking about giving praises and giving testimonials about your product?" So you can also do that as well. Okay, thank you. Very welcome. Thank you so much, Ms. Grace. Thank you very much. So now when they, when they won't go online, now you know you can do it via audio or you can put them, put them on camera. And then you can upload that, say, hey, thank you so much to such and such for the wonderful feedback you gave. You know, and then you put, hey, get your product today and put the link in up, and upload the video and let everyone hear them say how wonderful and amazing your product is. And now you have the link in there for them to go click the link to get the product that that person was just talking about. All right, so does anyone else have any questions this evening? Any questions or any comments? Deanna? Yes, sir. Yeah, great job. Thank you. Great job. Yeah, what you talked about, it, I, I break it down into, I call it the four A's of customer loyalty. I don't talk about customer service. I don't talk about customer satisfaction. Those are table stakes. What you really want to create is customer loyalty. And I call it the four A's. Number one, you got to be accurate. And when you screw up, and you will, you have to be fanatical about superior recovery to the extent that the client is happy that you screwed up because what you did to make up for it. So I'll ask my clients, what can we do? What can we offer that has low cost to the company, but high perceived value to the customer? Well, the number one thing you can do is admit you made the mistake and don't give any excuses. That has low cost to the company and high perceived value to the customer. Hey, we did screw up. They don't need to know why. They don't need to know how. They don't need to know how you justified it. They just know you screwed up. So if you can find something that, again, has low cost to the company, but high perceived value to the customer, then they'll be happy that you screwed up because what you did to make up for it. Number two, you got to be available. It's a 24-7 world today. And if a client or a customer thinks they need something, they are a click away of finding another alternative. Number three, you got to create an alliance. In other words, the customer needs to know that you see the world through their eyes. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. Do, 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 do. So that has to do with asking questions and listening and really trying to find out where the customer's coming from, not where you're coming from. And then last, advice. The Ohio State University raised a billion dollars from their alumni. By the way, a billion, Christ walked the earth a billion minutes ago. 
but a billion dollars from their alumni and they gave them nothing for that billion dollars. How do you get, some, get somebody to give you a billion dollars and they, you give them nothing in return? Well, that's what the advice comes in. If somebody gives you advice, even if you pay for the advice, you have some sort of, a, good people have an inner loyalty to want to reciprocate it. So if you give advice, even if you pay for the advice, the client will say, man, that was so good. Anything I can do for you. So those are the four A's. Accuracy, availability, alliance, and advice. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Phil. I put those in the chat for you guys so you'll be able to have those available to you. Accuracy, availability, alliance, and advice. Thank you so much, Mr. Phil. Thank you very much for that, that information. Thank you. You should really be famous for every tear you've ever cried. For everything that's ever happened to you, for all the abuse you've ever been through, for the divorce you've ever been through, you should absolutely be famous for that. Yeah, that's how I think. As a matter of fact, that's how most of us great motivational speakers or platform speakers, we are. I speak over 400 times a year. I command over $40,000 a keynote. $40,000 a keynote. I can make $30,000 in 30 minutes. All because my story was one of tragedy. And I've learned how to take it to one of great wealth. I want to teach you that. I want to give to you free, no risk, no charge, no credit card needed. Free 20 hours of how to get famous for telling your story. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plan better. You can dominate. I have felt so much in life. I've been so evil. I've done everything in life to mess it up. And I have. I have completely messed this life up. And then I changed. And then I start applying things that I didn't know, but I always knew. You call it the law of attraction. Or maybe you don't. Or maybe you're religious and maybe you're not. Here is what I know. I know that we all have a karmic debt to pay off. And I have either paid mine off or almost off. And now I dedicate my entire life to you. Please know that as my life is dedicated to you, it means I get beat up a lot. That's what this is about. It is about people like me putting their gains at risk for you. The crazy thing about life is once we get enough, whatever enough means, we're a politician, there's enough votes, someone likes money, enough money, whatever enough is, we're a pastor, enough members, we tend to protect them. This podcast is not about protection, it is about you. I sincerely believe in you. I know you're going to be it. I know you're going to do it. Whatever that is for you, there are no mistakes. I want you to share this podcast, but not for personal gain. Give away me, and then you 
give away you. I lower me so you can stand on my shoulders. Finally, the music in this podcast that you're going to hear, I hope it gets stuck in your head. It's actually from my favorite movie, Cloud Atlas. It's a cover. It's not the original version, but it sounds just like it. Cloud Atlas is a great movie by Wachowskis. My second favorite movie is Matrix. It is about repeating the same mistakes. It's an open subconscious. And as you repeat the same mistakes, it's mostly about ascending into those mistakes. So I'm hoping the words, music, When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, Is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person, 
and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R. ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.